Transgender Point of View is an Australian news and current affair panel talk show. Airing weekly and hosted by Joy 94.9. Transgender people come from every region around the world, racial and ethnic backgrounds, and faith communities. Chances are that you've met a transgender person, even if you don't know it. But there are still many misconceptions about trans people. And as a transgender person, there are a lot of questions asked of us every day. What's this about using they as a pronoun? Isn't letting a trans person use my bathroom dangerous? Do I refer to you as he, she, it or they? So what's your real name? Are you a drag queen? What's the difference between sex and gender and why does it matter so much? Did you have the operation? What is stealth? How does someone know they are transgender? Really random questions. Are you sure you're not just super gay? You must be a transvestite. What bathroom do you use? Will I be able to have sex? What does cis mean? Hi, this is Bowie and welcome to Brands POV. You're joining me today in the studio with Anastasia. Have I told you this story of, of myself? I, I would love to hear it. So, the other day, I went to Starbucks to grab my almond matcha latte. <laughs> and, you know, they do provide you like free Wi-Fi service. Ah, I thought I should look this up you know, for any special promotion online. And so I pressed the Safari button on my phone. And then, out of nowhere, all these noise and sounds just... Oh. Oh no, you didn't have headphones on. <laughs> exactly. I don't have any headphones. And then, pe- and then people around me just turned and looked at me. And then I realized, yes, I had seen some porn the night before and oh, I no. did not close my tabs. Oh. It was quite hilarious that um, a lot of guys actually turned around and some of them smirked, some of them found it amusing. But the strongest reaction I got was from the ladies, from the girls around me. And most of them were international students and they had this like very judgy look on them. I'm quite sure if people watch porn, you know, like it, it's not just for men, it's for yeah. women too, and yeah, you know, right. anybody in between. So, even though I came from their culture, I don't really see the big deal about it. Do you think that made a difference? Like, do you think they had an expectation? What is your experience, um, like coming from the your Vietnamese background with that sort of thing? Well, the thing is that watching porn, porn in general in Vietnam, is illegal. Really? Any wow. sort of material. So, yeah, so literally, pornographic materials is all like, in the black market. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's it's not. So like widely available thing, yeah. like Pornhub and yeah. actually the government put on filter on the internet too mm. just to control because you know it's not something that they would like to embrace yeah so we it's it's kind of fascinating for me because personally for me having transitioned from a male to female and and embracing um, equal rights I feel like you know if the men can watch porn I think so should be the ladies at the end of the day you know it's just some sort of simulation <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get a lot of activities like like I don't yeah right so yeah, it's so interesting. What what do you think of porn though? Um, I I don't generally like uh, watch porn. I think in the past, I remember back in my early twenties, I used to watch a little bit of it. Mm. But I kind of found that it's it's all in a like a bit fake, and therefore it's kind of not been very interesting. See for, for me, me, I watched homemade one because I I understand completely where you're coming from. Because for me, I feel like commercial porn they are very staged and scripted. I don't know how to say this, but I do embrace sort of having sexual encounter. But at the same time, I like a bit of intimacy in that mm. too and what I found out through commercial porn is that it lacks that sort of human thing about it you know it's just it's all tailored you to get a, in like and then cis, you get out you know? cis, cis straight men it's really all I found it was yeah. tailored to even, even if you would well, like I would watch a woman on woman porn it was still very fake and when I did well, because it, men are behind the camera yeah that's so right that's and, why. and even when I was <laughs> identifying as female I would look at it and think to myself I don't think that that's what two lesbians would do quote unquote 
quote lesbians but judging yeah. by the look of the people on the camera they weren't presenting as someone who necessarily even knew what they were doing yeah. by their movements it was, just, it was all so wrong and this <laughs> like, another thing you know for commercial point I watch anal sex porn and what I've realized is that it's so unrealistic because to have anal sex you need a lot of preparation especially when you're on the receiving end and on those porn it's just in and yeah. quickly you know and the guy would be like just like ramming it so we don't really embrace sex education That's or extend right. what the kids should know mm-hmm. in those classes yeah a lot of young kids these days they go on Pornhub and other similar sites to learn about sex that's right it's scary isn't it they it's think that that's scary. what like that's what <laughs> it is to be, being intimate with someone involves what happens within porn and it's like yeah. that's often so far from what someone that you may want to share intimacy with even wants like it's really unrealistic and it can yeah. set a dangerous kind of precedence for how a sexual encounter will go and another thing is that you know, because of this modern age where every single kid is just like on their phone going through Instagram they don't really like a modern society doesn't embrace and encourage the kids to be more connected yeah. humanly That's to another right. person yeah. it's all via this like you know 2D surface of the phone mm-hmm. or of the computer yeah that's right and it's quite dangerous like because I've been on dates with a few young guys when I say young like really young <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like a cougar <laughs> even though they are only like what like 9 years younger than me <laughs> and um, and what happened is they don't know how to talk to your ladies and and my identity aside which you know, already put me to a disadvantage that you know people see me as an object they just don't know how to have proper interaction in real life yeah and that sucks and I feel like we should blame you know um, the leaders of our society on this I, I definitely think that um, the way that society is structured at the moment it's it's not to develop or it's not to support people in develop developing any sort of authentic connection and especially with um, uh, transportable devices like phones and tablets and stuff like that it's far easier to not have to learn a conversation skill because it's all done in messages that's that's kind of how communication is working towards so yeah coming to a face-to-face interaction with someone and then you can't really just talk to someone the way you would message them well you probably could but it, I don't think it would be like as authentic I guess yeah. I think t- communicating through messages loses some authenticity in the communication yeah and exactly like I, I and I don't get it like even like some older gentlemen too they approach me online and they're like oh you're so pretty and I want to F you I'm like well, what's is that up? how you would talk to somebody <laughs> in real life <laughs> if you saw me at the bar would you just come up and say that to my face yeah like wow. I understand that you know you would that would be your intention mm. but at the same time I'm quite sure you would sugarcoat things yeah. in person than online just put some effort into getting and to then, know you yeah, and so I ask him so wait so you're saying because I'm pretty you want to F me yeah that's very interesting you know it's just it's so, so superficial too, yeah, and it's it? just it's kind of annoying too yeah and, and I can be quite mean sometimes <laughs> online <laughs> I think you you know that too yeah. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen some of the screenshots of messages you put up. <laughs> and, and this is another thing. Uh, some of them, I have to say, they forgot to look at their own mirror before they put those statements out. Well, I'm pretty. You want to F me. But have you ever looked at yourself if you're, you know, good looking enough to F me? Yeah. You know? <laughs> And it's just so annoying that, you know, women nowadays, trans women in particular, are still perceived as an object. Like, you know, I feel very, I, f- I feel like I'm just a sex toy mm. during those conversations. Yeah, like you're fetishized by the yeah. people. It's just, it's very annoying, you yeah. know. And, and sometimes they would just send me the pictures well. of, of their junk without permission. That's just... 
And I don't get that. Yeah. I don't understand. I'm like, dude, like I have one. If I want to look at it, I can just look at my own. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like and 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 they should understand that girls like me, like we get tons of them every day. Eventually, they all look the same. And what would get me is actually your personality and how you co- carry the conversation. Yeah, that's so. Just to even think for someone to think that that's acceptable is just, I, I guess, sad. Because no way would you ever communicate with anyone like that in person, unless I think you wanted maybe a slap in the face. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like, it's, I think there's the problem is that there has never been any education on social media about mm. like a standard etiquette that one could follow. Mm. So therefore, it's kind of a bit of a free for all because there's no there's no accountability. There's no real, uh, I guess, negative effects of someone doing that to you you know what I mean mm. they'll send you a picture of their privates and then if you don't like it like you can say something but at the end of the day there's no repercussions on exactly. them and then I actually asked them so what if a guy sent you these kind of pics how would you feel and a lot of them said no like I would feel frustrated being disrespected mm. even though they do enjoy looking at another penis yeah and I'm like well but then a penis is a penis yeah there's a double then standard how, then, there isn't then, it yeah, exactly so how is it okay for a trans pre-op trans woman mm. to send you her junk but it's not okay for another man to send you his junk yeah. you know it's just stupid yeah it's um it doesn't make sense at all but it definitely shows I guess that the way that you can be objectified mm. and I like I do think that a lot of mainstream porn has has a big impact mm. on the way that these men kind of shape their opinions of women mm. um, especially as just you know someone to use and abuse and and like not not care for their feelings or pleasure or anything like that, even though, you know, within the porn, like, there's a very fake sense of them enjoying it. It's very overacted and... And the thing is, like, you know, like, if you think about it, like, sex is one of the things that set us apart from the animals, apart from the pigs, the kind of species that have sex for pleasure, just like human. But then sex in the act of intimacy, actually one of the the key definition of humanity, really. Yeah. And, you know, sex is a very, personally for me, with that belief in mind, it's a very sacred thing, you know, because it's flesh and flesh. And you should be more careful, you know, more mindful about how you approach somebody and with the intent of having sex with Absolutely, yeah. I think that uh, oftentimes people don't um, respect the boundaries that someone may have, even an unspoken boundary. Like, I think it's just, uh, just a matter of kind of, politeness to not <laughs> to, to not go and send <laughs> your private parts to a random stranger yeah. you know it just it just yeah. I don't I don't see how that's logical in and any I mean sense. like you don't walk on the street and having your junk flopped out you know on the street because there's repercussions exactly right? like then, it's then illegal why would you do that online it's just so annoying yeah and then I think deep down it's the education system oh yeah that should be blamed on too because like everything we have evolved and we have progressed a lot since the dawn of our our creation but at the same time the only thing that hasn't changed is the way we educate mm, it's been absolutely. the same for for yeah. eons in a time that that now is no longer <coughs> yeah. uh, where, where it was at exactly oh, like you ago. know we have airplanes that we have wi-fi and everything but yeah. then our education system has remained the same very outdated and you know and and that's another thing i 
keep challenging politicians wherever I meet them is that is there a better way that we can change it because so far the system we are running on is that you systematically judge another person based on numbers and figures yeah. really if somebody has a lower grade than you then they are systematically dumber than you yeah, and right. you should look down on them yeah. and then eventually this translates to the salary, the wages, the decrees they have. Mm-hmm. And we forgot that they are humans and every human is unique with different gifts. And you know, and then and then eventually with the growth of social media and the usage of smartphones, yeah. our phone is more like God. Another human being is just trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, with, with all these trolling online. It's like a popularity contest, isn't it? Exactly. But I think that um, there's also a lot of shame put on people who aren't, you know, perceived as successful, like quote unquote successful, and society's beliefs of what boxes you must tick exactly. to be successful or to be popular or to be, you know, that that person that has the higher status, and that that comes to, uh, like you said, education and the way that we uh, treat ourselves and the way we treat other people yeah and i think developing a um a better kind of community environment is a way to i guess combat that because when we all understand that we're connected Mm. then we can move forward with that understanding and therefore support and compassion and not shame and not uh that need to be driven by ego yeah uh to you know one up a person is it so there's a different like people who are competitive uh and want to you know be the best and it's like at to the ex- expense of everyone else around them and i think society kind of shapes us based on the money that you earn in a job it's all it's all that competitive edge like how yeah. far are you going to go just to get you to this point where you, you'll be allegedly happy because you're you know you've got all this money or you've got a giant house or and that's that's status in yeah. our current age and that's why we have now a new generation of flat earthers and recently i have oh. discovered that now like there's a whole bunch of people out there believing that the vikings and the Anderthals and all these prehistoric tribes and creatures live within the hollow of the earth oh the hollow earth theory yes you've, have you you've never heard of that before i've never heard of that before yeah. but until last night i'm like holy f- yeah how it's, like, it's a bit shocking that these beliefs shocking. are um that they they kind of are, are prevalent. Yeah, it's it, it's shocking. I'm like, I think we should include something like fact check, like cross check your facts before you believe <laughs> Just in something. Because it's online doesn't mean it's true. Exactly, <laughs> and, and isn't it the thing about online too that it allows you to get access to personally filtered information yeah right because just because you sort of having this hypothesis on something you look it up and eventually because there would be like thousands of the the results they will eventually become your own facts yeah not necessarily you know the global acknowledged facts but Mm -hmm. it's it's your own facts yeah that's right it's dangerous yeah absolutely and and that's another thing about you know our education system is that it encourages people to believe on the 2D surface Mm mhm Whereas, you know, we human exist in a multi-dimensional plane. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and nowadays, the like, kids seem to forget that. Yeah. Which is sad. It really, it's quite, it's quite shocking to, um, to, to think of the way that, I guess, I, it, I think it's funny because people, well, not funny, like, ha, 
haha, but it's it's strange that it's almost like there's no control over the shape of society, but at the same time, each individual can create yeah. a, an action that will change society. Exactly. If that makes sense. But, exactly. but it's like the problem seems so large or the, 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 the concept is so mind-boggling that it's kind of a bit uncomfortable, so it's easier to just be, be like, oh... I don't want to. I want. I want to do something to stir things up. Or and I feel like because you know, like our lives have gotten so stressful and busy mm-hmm. that we actually choose the easier path that is to be more stupid. <laughs> like the dumber you are, like the more ignorance you are, and you don't have to care about anything else. You know. I yeah. I I heard an interesting <coughs> um interesting talk. And it was actually based around the man who helped to develop factories and mass production of products Mm. and he acknowledged after many years of um, factory work that it was by getting a person um, to become only skilled at one part of a product and separating them from the whole construction process where they would take pride in it because they had a skill that you know followed the whole way through so they would work the product by taking that away and just getting them to work on one particular component of a product that actually disenfranchised them it gave them um, a sense of dissatisfaction in their work disconnection from the product they weren't proud in what they did they became unhappy and actually he was quoted as saying something like was one of the fastest ways to lead people to becoming dumb um, which blew my mind. Uh, I heard it in a TED talk. But yeah, yet, even though that was his acknowledgement of what he had created by using factories and mass production, still found it was the best way to create money and therefore uh, it, it was implemented and that was like during the Industrial Revolution and now that sort of practice is still followed. Yeah. You know, there's no there's no connection to what people can do. There's no, people aren't able to like live by following their passion. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think it's called the shipper effect. I mean, you know, that's my own kind of word, the sheep effect, yeah. where people now are just becoming sheep yeah. and only a few shepherds out there and the rest just follow. I think, and yeah. that all comes back to education, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. Because like, you know, because I, I still remember, to think of it, all this great invention and creation came up during the time where people were more inquisitive about mm-hmm. things around them. And then these days, I feel like people just don't question anymore. People just stop asking questions. Mm. People just follow. Just yeah. like, ah, oh, I'll just follow this person on Instagram and now I'll just follow the ideas instead. You know? Yeah, that's right. And there's no invention and there's nothing, there's no innovation anywhere else. So yeah, it's, it's sad. It's sad for the humanity. Yeah, it, it's really quite, I guess, a sad state of affairs. <laughs> like, but there is always hope. I think there's a lot of um, people from our generation. Like us. Yeah. <laughs> like Bowie and Anna. Right. <laughs> Um, who are willing to step up and create a change to not not settle and I I think our generation and millennials are the generation that are more open-minded and willing to make that change because you know what kind of future are we going to have if we don't start now doing something to make a difference and Mm. I think it's quite inspiring to see some of the concepts that are arising Mm. I guess so we can only hope that (laughs) we'll get there in the end (laughs) yes or if not like Anna and Bowie will come and save the day right Right. Do we need capes? I think we need capes. I don't think I'll need capes. You know, I'll just be naked. <laughs> All right. So that's oh. another episode on Trans POV. It sure is. Uh, on Joy 94.9. You can um, download our podcast from Apple Store on iTunes. Or I think it's called an- another one, another website called Layer or something. I can't remember. We should find that out. I know. <laughs> anyway, just Google Trans <laughs> space POV. 
are a podcast, not porn. <laughs> POV <laughs> podcast, okay, not porn. All right, this is Bowie and Anastasia, and we'll see you soon. See Bye. you later. And thank you for listening today. If you do want to reach out to us, you can get us on email transpov at joy.org.au. You can also get us on Facebook, which is transpov on joy. You can get us on Twitter, transpov, or you can just come to joy.org.au and just follow up what's going on here at joy in general. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week.